Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either from Reddit or from our wonderful listeners. We answer them on the topics of sex and dating. And let me tell you, this is, I think, going to be the hottest episode of Fuck Buddies. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the 40s over here right now, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, We are, if you're in the Americas or anywhere else that uses Fahrenheit, which I think is just America nowadays, um, but uh, we're 100 plus. It is it is over a hundred degrees in Toronto right now, and uh, I'm in a closet about the size of a. I could touch both sides of the walls without fully extending my arm. Both of which I'm sure are wet by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I just wish I could put a fan on or an air conditioner while we're recording, but I can't. No, we and can't. you know what? It's okay. It's a, it's a sacrifice I make for you guys. Now, if you do hear crinkling, much like this. Oh. oh. Uh, that's because I have a bag of ice cubes on my lap right now, and that is how I'm keeping cool, or at least trying to. And if you hear slurping, it's because I decided to do what Dane told me not to, and I got an ice pop from the freezer. <laughs> You're welcome, friends, for <laughs> dissuading Niall from slurping on a fucking icicle. Or, Says uh, Mr. Fucking Ice Cube Balls. Well, the only time I've made noise so far has been to demonstrate the noise that they may hear. So far. So far. But I'll definitely be switching it from side to side. It's also really good because I can like put my wrists on it, and that's like a good way to cool yourself down. Well, fuck you. I don't have shit. So, <sighs> Man, um, should have thought of my ingenious ice cube bag. Well, no, but I will take this moment to thank everyone who signed up for our Patreon. We love you. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, your contributions will allow us to maybe one day record in something that isn't a human torture, or on the True. very least. Let me buy more ice cubes. Yeah, it's it's looking like it'll be the first year that we're not, you know, like losing money on the podcast, which is yeah. nice. So um, thanks, uh, thank you very much, guys. It, it means the world to us that you're you're supporting, and uh, we, you guys, have always supported us one way or the other. Uh, and this is just a, an extra step, and we we cannot thank you enough. Mm-hmm. And for those who who can't, like, don't worry about it. Obviously. There are other ways to support us. So, you know, a review, telling a friend, sharing us, all that stuff. And thank you to everyone who was uh, joining us on our little tipsy Instagram question last night. Yeah, we kind of went out. was a lot of crinkling, you asshole. You fucking, you said, you said there'd be none. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about it because if I'm not talking, I can edit it out. But now I can't because you've referenced it. Well, there you go. You've ruined it. Yes, we we ended up going out for like the first real time. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, since we were allowed out in the world and uh, you guys kind of joined us and it, that was fun as well. Um, so the more the more we get to go out, I guess we'll kind of do that because answering your questions and asking you questions was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. You ready for a question? Uh, yes. Uh, before we get started, I do want to say if you have a question, you want to send it in to us, please feel free to set, head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com. Uh, fill out the contact form. We get to choose your own agent name. We'll keep it completely anonymous and we will answer it as soon as we can. On top of that, our link to our Patreon is also on there. And one of the tiers has a priority question option. So if you want to make sure that your, your question uh, gets answered even faster, that is an option. We also have a, uh, a bonus podcast once a month. You get an extra episode of something we're calling Pillow Talk, uh, and you get that as well by becoming a Patreon member. Yeah, and the first one of that is coming out when? Uh, August 31st. It's going to be the day after this launches. So yes. for all you wonderful people who already have it, there you go. It's tomorrow. Get hype. And for all the people who don't, you still can. All right, you ready? Yep. This is from Background Chemical 17. Should I tell him that the picture he uploaded with his ex upset me? For the last three weeks, I, female 31, have been seeing a guy, male 30, and we have a great connection. We've been spending alone time, and he confessed that he liked me, but I told him I just went through a difficult breakup and needed to go slow. Last weekend, he went to the beach with some friends, including his ex. They broke up four months ago. He told me, and I was okay with that. I'm also friends with an ex. Last night, we finally slept together. He spent the night at my place, and it was great, romantic, and intimate. Very special. We were both looking for a relationship and not just to hook up. This morning, right after he left my house, he posted some photos from the weekend. One of them was he and his ex, holding hands, looking at the sunset. I mean, the photo was taken before we even kissed, but why post it today, after our special night? He's always so caring, respectful, and sensitive, and I can't wrap my head around why he had to do this. Should I tell him the fact he uploaded the photo made me feel upset? Should I ask him if he still has feelings for his ex? 
things have just started and I don't want to overreact. I don't think there's any harm in, I mean, I think we're always been big advocates of like telling your partner how you feel. I don't think coming right out of the gates of being like, do you still, you know, do you still have feelings for your ex? I don't think that's the play, but I don't think there's any harm in being like, Hey, like, I know you told me about your ex at the beach and I, I appreciate that you were honest about that. Um, but I want to be honest with you. It's like seeing this picture of you guys holding hands together. Uh, you know, it gives me some reservations and I just want to check in and, and see and let you know that and like, you know, see how you're feeling about that whole situation as well. You know what? I probably would have said, don't bring it up because it's been three weeks and you just kissed and fucked for the first time. And like, I don't know, I feel like that early coming in that hot is a little intense and like maybe just keep it as like a little like warning flag and see if there's anything else weird about him and his ex. Cause it's like, yeah, it's a little weird that he's taking a picture, holding her hand and gazing off into the sunset. Like, I feel like anybody you had a picture like that with would be like, I think it would be a little intimate and weird, but like, at least he was open about it. And like, it seems like a weird move to be like, Oh look, we're actually a thing on Instagram and like telling you they're not, you know what I mean? But then again, you're probably right here. <laughs> I think yeah. the, the good thing is that he had brought it up previously. Like he mentioned yes. he was going. So like you have kind of like a rung to climb up that ladder from. You can be like, oh, hey, you mentioned before. And like, obviously, I was cool with you seeing her. But like, you know, it, it is kind of strange that you then had this like really intimate picture. Like, what was that about? Yeah. And like I said, like, I don't think going in hot and heavy with like the you know, do you still have feelings for like, I don't think that's the play. I really think that has the air of like, you might get labeled as like jealous girl TM. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's like, but I don't think there's any harm in expressing sort of an uneasiness of the, you know what I mean? Cause like trying to gauge where someone stands in a past relationship is directly uh, connected to how you're going to proceed with that person in your current relationship. So like, if he does say like, Oh yeah, you know, there is, you know, still a little bit of a spark between us. That might be all that you need to hear to bounce on out of there. Mm -hmm. Especially also, if he freaks out when you try to communicate healthily, that's pretty, pretty good red flag right there. The, the options here are uh, never bring it up and stew on it forever. You know what I mean? Until the point where like, you or know, just a month like, later, and, keep and it, it has uh, like a warning flag where like, you know, then the next thing that happens, you'll be like, OK, there's more to go on here. It is definitely significant. But then if nothing happens, it's like, OK, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a good way for things to fester. You know what I mean? That, like to, that's to true. not to not talk about it. I think there will always be that like nagging voice in the back of your head of being like, oh, he's not answering your text today. He might be with his ex. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that that kind of like toxic what if isms. Yeah. Could, my, can really cut things off of the knees. My only fear is that it is pretty early. So it's like, I feel like there's a big risk of you coming in and looking like a big jealous person, which, you know, maybe that's all you need to know about the person. Again, if they do take it badly, like that's probably a pretty good indication of them, you know, in a relationship. It's just like, I know personally, I have a lot less patience for people at the start of something because it's like, if they start to throw out warning flags, I used to be so bad at like making excuses for them and getting over it and then ending up like with terrible people that mm -hmm. like now I'm very hair trigger and I'm just like, fuck you, you're gone. So like my worry is that like you would come off a little, you know, bad. What I want to know is what's the fucking caption on this picture? Yeah. Like, if it, like, is what's it just the like hashtag? Is it hashtag situationship? Because that's a red flag. Is it hashtag well, like we broke up and are still friends? Because <laughs> that's okay. Is it on Instagram or is it just like a Facebook photo dump where like they don't have individual captions? Yeah. I don't know. I Again, I do. I do agree with you. I think it is a fucking strange picture to upload, especially when like you have like put it on the radar of being like, hey, I'm going to the beach with my ex. Nothing to worry about. You know, we're, we're over each other. We're just, you know, either still friends or she's part of our mutual friend group. So she's going to be there. And I don't really like want to put a wedge in there. Mm -hmm. um but to then be like now i'm gonna hold hands with her and stare at a sunset which has like pretty strong romantic connotations yeah and then also post that picture yourself it'd be one thing if like this was someone photo dumping you know what i mean and you happen to get tagged in it and it's like well you know maybe it was less judgment maybe they were drunk you know mm -hmm. like there's so many variables in here but to 
to rationally and like soberly post that on your own accord after verbally expressing that there was nothing to worry about is a strange thing to do. So I get why you you have like apprehensions about this photo. No, I definitely understand it. In my opinion, I think you should you should bring it up. You should bring it up calmly and rationally and just sort of like test the waters. I don't think you should make any accusations. I don't think you make any assumptions. Just let them know. Be like, hey, that picture with you and your ex at the beach uh, kind of rattled me a little bit. And, uh, you know, I just I just wanted you to know that mm -hmm. and see where that goes, because it could be like, hey, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll take it down. That was just a really bad lapse in judgment. And then he might explain why and how that picture came to be. Yeah, or even just be like, you know, I appreciate that you were so open about like going to the beach with your ex and like I want to kind of return that favor. And like, I will say it seems like a really intimate, you know, picture. And like, I know you guys only broke up recently enough. I just want to make sure like, where you guys stand in relation with each other, because obviously, like, I'm looking for a relationship. And like, you know, if you're chill like that, even if you're just like, I just don't want to like get in the middle of this, if you guys have a thing. Yeah. I feel like, you know, that's a pretty open and like non-aggressive way to do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I've I've pulled that card a couple times of just being like, hey, so I've noticed that you and this person have kind of a thing going. It's like I, especially when like I wasn't looking for a relationship and mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I was like, I was always like, I'm happy to bow out. I don't want to complicate matters. And if you would like to focus on them, that's cool. But if I'm misreading the situation, let me know because I, you know, I am into you. And I would like to pursue what we're doing. But like if the options are between you pursuing something serious and long term with them, and that's what you want, or, you know, casually just hooking up with me, I would rather you focus on the thing that matters more to you. Um, and I've, I've posed that to a, a fair number of people. And people have either been like, cool, thank you. Yeah, we're kind of getting serious. And I, mm -hmm. I, I would like to move on. I was like, great, cool. I have no problem with that. Best of luck to you. I hope it works out. And then other people who have been like, oh, no, like it. this is a situation I still very much want to keep hanging out with you. And it's like, mm -hmm. OK, great. And, and then, then you have to worry about the it. Air. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like they they also then know that if something does progress with someone else, that I will be cool with it and that they will they they don't have to hide it. You know what I mean? They can just come to me and be like, hey, so I've met someone and it's getting a bit serious and I would like to sort of devote my attention to them. And I'd be like, great, go for it. Um, so I, I think the way to approach like approaching this is the most important thing and like approaching it with tact and uh calmness i think is the way to do it and i think you'll be okay yeah all right hit me um this comes from benny without jets is there a good way to ask if someone is single uh, with most people who i meet irl and want to ask out there is always the i have a boyfriend answer and then the unavoidable awkwardness that comes after it so I was wondering, is there a polite, respectful, non-awkward way for a guy to ask if you are single? Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I just, mean, pretty much. <laughs> I feel like, is it like the TV one is always like, oh, is, are you doing that with your boyfriend later or something? I feel like that's what's always on TV shows. Yes. They're like, oh, and you know, the second they mention anything of being like, oh, yeah, I like cooking. Oh, you must. Your wife must be very lucky. Yeah. Or, it's like, oh, you must then, have a very lucky boyfriend. And it's just like. Then you say no and you like bat your eyelids. Yeah. I also don't think there's any harm in the I have a boyfriend thing annoys me when it's not a romantic situation. Like, I think I've told this story before where I saw a woman and her mom trying to move a couch into a new apartment. And I was like, hey, do you need a help or like a hand? Because I like, you know, I'm not doing anything. I can help you get up the stairs. Mm -hmm. uh, and the woman was like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> and the mom was like, the fuck is wrong with you? Yes, we would love a hand. I was like, cool. Maybe she thought you meant like, you know, you were going to drop the finger. What? Why? Why? What? You said what? a hand. Maybe that's where she's from. Oh, that's terminology no. for like, do you want a hand? Like instead of a finger, you get the whole five I think, digits. I think context wise, yes, it was I pretty, <laughs> pretty clear um, what I was offering. You know what sucks is like, I'm sure that was just like a hip fire, like, you know, reaction where like, it was just like, oh, I've been hit on so many times. Like, I'm just like, it sucks that society is at a place where a poor girl struggling with a couch, that's her immediate response. Yeah. Well, you know? yeah. I mean, like, it's also you're, you know, a stranger who is now going to be helping you into like your home. Like, I understand mm -hmm. the knee jerk. And like, that's unfortunately also the only thing a lot of dudes will respect as a no, um, which is also problematic. And it's, 
in its own way. And that's a whole other conversation. So like, I get it. But like, if I ask someone out and they say, oh, sorry, I'm seeing someone right now. I'm not awkward about it. Mm -hmm. Because like, one, how was I supposed to know? And two, okay, cool. Like, I I won't ask you out again. (laughs) Like, And that's also not going to change how I like act around you other than I will be less flirty with you. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I feel like you don't necessarily need to know if someone's dating someone or not. Like, it will come up when you kind of progress, right? If you're like, oh, hey, you want to like grab a drink, me and you to someone you don't really know, like it's pretty clear that it's flirty. At which point they'll be like, oh, like I have plans with my boyfriend, like wink. And you know, you get the picture. They're saying they're not single. And like, that's kind of, I think the easiest way for it to happen. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like just, you know, I, I was going to say treat everyone as if they don't have a boyfriend, which that's, <laughs> that's not the Is advice. That we... <laughs> that's not the advice I want to give here. Well, realistically, you should be not treating people different just because they're single in a sense. You know what I mean? Like people are more than their relationship status. And it's like, if you like someone, you should still be chill if they have a fucking boyfriend. You know yes. What I mean? Yeah. Um, I was so more meaning I know like, where you're coming from. And yeah. I agree. I, I meant more like when if you're pursuing someone romantically, like you said, it, it'll come up organically, like to mm-hmm. a point where when you finally ask them out, hopefully they're not a terrible person who is willing to cheat on their partner. Yeah. But otherwise, and I and like if that is the case and you don't know, also nothing you can do about it. Right. Yeah. Like, so it's it's something that's going to come up organically. And I think I think asking someone straight out if they're single tips your hand a bit and kind of ruins any sort of like flirty banter that you have Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because it's like you're just straight up being like i find you attractive like again nothing wrong with being forward but like asking are you single is it's so crude yeah it's like the most unfun way of asking somebody out you know like you're still doing the same thing if you're like hey do you want to go out for drinks or whatever now the only issue is if they think you're trying to be friends yes and like i i also do feel that like most people know You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like it's very hard to misconstrue that. And like, I feel like most people, even if they're on the fence, will then be like, oh, like plans. I don't know. I have to check with my boyfriend, see if we're busy on Wednesday. And if you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. But like, let me know. Then they probably will get the hint that you're, you know, chill with them having a boyfriend and that's not your angle. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's what I usually do. Like a girl uh, I had hooked up with like 10 years ago, reaches out to me periodically every few years and is like, we should go get drinks. And I'm like, oh, I think I have plans with my girlfriend that night because like I'm 95 percent sure that's the only reason why she wants to hang out. And she usually then just stops replying. So, yeah, yes, I'm right. I once had someone send me a message and it was just like, you still with what's her face? <laughs> I was like, why do you think that's the move that's going to work? Well, the thing is, if you guys broke up and hated each other, maybe you'd be <laughs> like, yeah, fucking what's her face? I don't even know her name either. Let's bone. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess it, that actually would work if I was single, but I don't know. I don't know. Cause for me, that's like weirdly aggressive. Yeah. Like so bitter. unnecessarily bitter. <laughs> yeah. Cause it Cause was like, never like, I, it wasn't like a, a her versus, you know what I mean? It, it yeah. wasn't like I was choosing one of the other and I chose not her. I don't know. It just makes me fucking laugh every time I think about it. I feel like that's someone who listened to too much Paramore or like that Avril Lavigne song and just like, was high off that, like, I should be your girlfriend, like, fuck that other girl, like, <laughs> or even, like, don't you wish your girlfriend was like, fuck you, who's what's her face? You want a bone? I feel like it's I just mean, pure that power. It was, yeah, it was a powerful attempt, and I, yeah. I, I can think back and be like, all right, good, good try, but. Was her name one, Olivia Rodriguez? No, it wasn't. Because, like, some of her songs are bangers, but my God, they're all so bitter. <laughs> I've only heard that one that is pretty much just misery business. Yeah. I don't know. I listened to some other one and it's just like, she's so miserable. It's very funny. Anyway. She's, she's the new Paramore, man. She's the new like angry girl music. Yeah. I just Teenagers like, everywhere are going to have them. I wish MSN was still a thing. <laughs> so the, the current generation of or teenage girls could write her lyrics in there. Yeah. And their name. Is that like, is there anywhere to do that anymore? Not really, right? Discord. Fair. Is that like a thing that teenagers are using a lot? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't Um, matter. We should do a whole episode where we deconstruct her lyrics because I feel like a lot of them are not the most healthy relationship views, actually. 
Oh yeah, I I can almost guarantee you that pretty much no music that is meant to appeal to teenagers <laughs> is is good to, uh, relationship advice. All right, you ready? Yep. This is by Make Fun Faces. My teen daughter is cheating on her boyfriend. I first found out my daughter, 17-year-old female, had been cheating on her boyfriend, 16-year-old male, about five months ago. She said she ended with the other boy and told her boyfriend. Yesterday, I saw her kissing different boys she knows. I told her she needed to tell her boyfriend or I would. She got really upset, begging me not to. I'm conflicted. I know she's young and all make mistakes and learn at that age, but she also knows better. This has been ongoing for months and now involves three different boys. She isn't learning any lesson, and her boyfriend is a great kid who doesn't deserve this, not to mention the other two. At the same time, my partner is telling me not to get involved and let her handle her own relationship. I don't know what I should do in this situation. Damn, this is just a regular old Tina Palooza over here. That's true. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is tough because I, I think I do agree with the mom in this mm-hmm. situation. And I'm assuming this is the mom, right? Yes. Who's the question asked? Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Okay, it's a whoever. It's weird, I, I also assumed it was the mom, and now reading, it's like there's no indication. Yeah, because it said yeah. partner, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it doesn't matter. I agree with the question asker. While normally we advocate for like, oh, stay out of like your kids' sex life and all that. Mm-hmm. At this age and with this behavior, this seems like there's probably like a huge self esteem issue for the daughter, which is probably why she's trying to like make out with every boy that will give her any attention. But I think like this is the formative years of like, this is where she needs to be taught how terrible this is to do to someone. Yeah. Right. Like this is where you need to sit her down and explain how absolutely miserable this is Mm -hmm. to do to another human being. Well, like that's the thing. It's like, I think being like you can or can't fuck in these ways is one thing, but like this is, you know, when you're a parent, you're meant to teach your kid how to grow up to be a good person. And Mm -hmm. you know, like you teach them what's shit and what's not like that's the whole job so it's like just because this is tangentially related to or is about dating and whatnot doesn't mean you just get to be like oh shit can't teach her it's like you need to sit her down and be like hey the fuck why why are you doing this you know and maybe get to the bottom of like it's a possibility that she's have some kind of like poly relationship she feels too embarrassed to talk about with you guys that could be a possibility i'm gonna guess it isn't and otherwise just be like why are you doing this and like this is a very shitty thing and hopefully you can get through to her because like she is your fucking daughter you're her parent this is your job to make them not a terrible person and it's yeah. like if this stuff doesn't get nipped in the bud now i don't think it ever will and to be fair you're doing this for your daughter almost more so than or at least as much as everybody else because they're not going to live a happy fucking life if they think that cheating is the way to go. And like, you know, they're not going to have a good relationship. They're going to be miserable. It's just going to fucking snowball from here. Yeah. It's, it's such a, uh, like, it's so important to get this out of the way as soon as possible. And I think it's it, like, this is one of the times where you need to bust out the, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh yeah. Like get out the big guns. You like know? you need to, like, I think that's the only fucking way that this will really come across. You also need to play like a, like a what if game of being like, hey, imagine that you found someone that you really liked and they did this to you. Like, how would you feel about that? And like, maybe this did happen to her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For all we know, the boyfriend has cheated on her and this is her getting revenge. Like, try what you need to do is open the communication doors and and hopefully the floodgates of whatever she's up to will also open and you will get the torrent of like teen drama. Mm-hmm. And like, because again, it's like, it's easy to look at this and be like, this is a terrible thing to do to someone, but also forget that like there's hormones and mm-hmm. teenagers are fucking terrible to each other. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like there's, such and a there's long insecurities list. and yeah. there's like TV shows fucking give you the wrong, like um, a oh, lot yeah. of media are so awful with regards to healthy relationships, etc. Also maybe whip out the, I thought I taught you better than this, you know, mm. like just mm. hit her with the big guns, you know, be chill, but like a hundred percent open up. Cause these things usually don't happen in a vacuum unless they're a sociopath. They're probably doing it because they're insecure or because they think it makes them cool, which again is probably them being insecure that they're not cool or yeah. they've been hurt or like, you know, there's something behind this. And like, as a good parent, I think it's time for you to like open the communication, make sure they know that you're there for them. And like, 
get to the bottom of it and make them a better yeah. person. I think it's girls' night time. You know what I mean? Like, tell your yeah. I, if this is the mother or whoever. Hey, if it's, it's, it's dads, you can still have a girls' night with yeah, you. It's you know? true. It's like tell tell your partner and any other siblings. Like, you guys are going to the movies, and we're gonna hang out at home, and we're gonna like uh, we're gonna order pizza. We're gonna watch your favorite movie. You know what I mean? Maybe Mean Girls or something mm-hmm. to really like hammer the point home. Because if she's a teenager now, she probably hasn't seen Mean Girls and definitely <laughs> needs to. Just be like, cool. What you tell me tonight is like private. This is our time to like get to the bottom of this and figure it out. And I will not get angry. I will, you know what I mean? And just just be like the most parenty parent that has ever parented. And just let them know that like this is safe time. This mm-hmm. is time that we're going to work things out. And this is the time that like by the end of the night, it's like, you will not do this again. Yeah. And that's, that's like a promise that you're going to make me. And I'm going to make the promise that like, you I tell will me anything. Yeah. I will impart the wisdom to you to make sure that you don't feel the need to do this again. Mm-hmm. And also like, even from a safety perspective, it's like, if people find out you're cheating on them, no one's not angry. Yeah. Right. And it's like, people do crazy shit when they're angry and you don't know. It's like, you need to protect your daughter from putting herself in this situation where you're going to have people pissed. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, guys are terrible of, enough yeah. as it is when they're chill on the fucking street. You know what I mean? It's like an enraged teenager, like whether it's trashing her at school or like, you know, if they exchange nudes, him leaking them or him getting physically like violent, you know, like there's a myriad of things that can happen. And also like, I don't think most people are friends with people who cheat. And if they are, they're usually kind of sh- like, you know what I mean? I don't well, think that's that most was the point. Yeah. Upstanding people accept when their friends do things that are shitty. You know what I mean? Well, I'm also like, we don't know if these boys have girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you really think this is going to go well when like the girls find out that you're making it like that your daughter's making out with their boyfriends. Like that's going to be a fucking nightmare scenario. Yeah. Like teenage girls are the scariest thing in the world <laughs> you you don't think that your daughter will hate school if it comes to light that like she made out with like stacy's boyfriend and now stacy is running a fucking smear campaign on her at in high mm-hmm. school and that's the Fuck thing that. like it could totally affect her grades and like it, it it can just be so bad and it's like there's no need for this to happen so sit her down talk to her it's entirely your responsibility because you're a fucking parent yeah, the like the laundry list of like things you can be like, look, if someone finds out about this, you're gonna you could be bullied mercilessly online. And it's mm-hmm. like we've seen what happens when that happens to teenagers. You yeah. know what I mean? Depression, suicide, like there are so many scary things that can happen because of this. Yeah. Um, and it's like you might think this is harmless fun. You might not think anyone's getting hurt, but like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you could get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this could drive you to the point of a really dark place and you know, as your parent, I refuse to allow it to go any further, mm-hmm. let alone the people she'll be driving to a really dark place by being yeah. a horrible person to them. So it's just like there's no redeeming kind of qualities to this scenario. Like you got to get to the nitty gritty of it and ignoring it is not the way to do that. Because the thing is, it's like you might think like, oh, this problem will solve itself. And it's like maybe she might learn. But like, how is that lesson going to come around? And is it going to be better than the one you'd give her? That's the thing. It's like she she learns her lesson when this kid hangs himself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that. Like that's really as grim as that is. But like that's really the the how this lesson is learned is either she becomes a pariah Mm -hmm. in the school, or one of these kids is so fragile because being a teen is fucked, and like tries to OD on his mom's pain meds or some shit. Yeah. Right. It's like, and then then she has to deal with the guilt of that, which isn't gonna go well. So it's like you really do need to sort of lay out like the grimmest possible realities for her. And even just like hypotheticals of being like, you know, how would you feel if they did this to you? How would you feel if like you walked in and saw mom with another man? Yeah. Or or dad with another person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how would you like you would probably feel super betrayed yeah. by us and really disappointed, really angry. And it's like, mm-hmm. why do you think those emotions don't apply to other people or to yeah. what you're doing? 100%. So sit her down, get to the bottom of this. And again, this lesson that you're going to give is going to be better than any lesson she could learn out in the wild because the dangers and the risks, both for them and for everyone else involved, are way worse. You have a controlled yeah. environment to a degree, and it's your fucking responsibility because you're a parent. So get to it. Here's a question. This comes from Royal Ad in 3090. And I don't want to have deep personal discussions. I've noticed a trend when I'm dating. 
I don't like to talk to the person about how their day went, their past, their lives currently. Talking about these things actually makes my brain shut down, and I can't push the combo forward. I'd prefer to have experiences with the person, flirt lightheartedly, discuss interests, etc. There's really That's really good enough for me. I'm feeling like this mindset is keeping me from building true intimacy with partners. Maybe? I should follow this up by saying that I'm horribly or I'm horrible at maintaining relationships, obviously. Anyone else experience this? How do I get past the disinterest in deep personal discussions? Is it actually important? And this is a woman. This is weird because like, how's your day is the opposite of, I think, a deep, personal, interesting conversation. The like, whole thing reeks of just like sociopathy to me. Yeah, I... I, I ju- yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like they just don't know how to human in a way, which I guess is exactly what you're saying. But it's like some of the stuff they mentioned, like their past. Yeah, you can get into that. And that can be, I think, a very deep, very personal thing. How's your day is usually the most boring, like, oh, work was shit. Like, you know, it's very rare. I think it goes anywhere deeper than that, unless you're having a particularly crazy day, you know? Well, do so you want to like, hear my theory on this? To and conf- I think... Well, for me, to conflate both those things just shows the complete lack of understanding. Well, see, here's my thing is I don't think that these like I don't think she sees people as equals and that they are simply like set pieces for her to do things with and to, if that makes sense. Because she says, I'm looking for I'm just looking for experiences um, and I don't care like how your day is or your past or your current life. So it seems like she's literally stripping people of like who they are and their personality Mm -hmm. and like anything that makes them unique and being like, you're my person that I go to concerts with. So that's what we are. You're concert person Mm -hmm. and you, you're date person, you're sex person, you're weekend drinks person, but please don't talk to me about what you like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or like what you think. I don't care about your opinions. I don't care about your family or even your life. Like that seems fucking crazy to me. It does seem a little dramatic to jump to them being a sociopath, but at the same time, like, I think the bottom line is you're not going to have a relationship on surface level shit. No, like you literally can't. You just can't. Like, that's that's not it. So I don't know if I specifically have any advice to make your brain not turn off when someone talks to you about something that's not like, you know, Game of Thrones or the roller coaster you just went on. (laughs) um the advice i can give you is that like there is no other option like i don't think there is a way you can have a relationship and just be like yeah we have experiences together and then we go home and we ignore each other you know and then they try to tell me anything about anything and i stop listening and i'm out and like even if you could make that like if if you could get in a situation like that that's not a good healthy relationship so you know you're damned if you do and damned if you don't if that's all you want to do so I don't understand why you want a relationship. What is it that you want? Well, that's because you saying. don't know like, what a relationship is. It sounds like they just want mannequin person to slot into the activities that they want to do, mm-hmm. right? And like that is a terrible thing to subject another human being to. Like yeah. one of one of like the key roles as a partner, uh, even like as a friend. But mm-hmm. like it, let's let's stick open to uh, like romantic partners for now. Um, it's like if Amanda's had a bad day, the first thing I'm going to ask when she gets in and I know she's upset is, hey, are you OK? How was your day? Mm-hmm. And then she's going to talk to me and I'm going to listen for as long as she needs to rant about whatever the fuck happened during mm-hmm. the day. And it's like if I then just immediately shut down because I don't care, that that, that makes me a, not only a bad partner, but a bad person. <laughs> I was even going to be like, well, I would recommend like casual relationships because, you know, then you can have like these one off kind of like, let's go to a movie or let's go fuck or let's go to a theme park kind of and like not have it be too deep because it's just occasional whatevers. But I think even as like a casual partner, it's like you're shitty if you don't give a fuck about them. Like we've talked about this before, like people's fear of intimacy with like fuck buddy situations, for example. It's like you're not going to have a good one if you're like, oh, no, don't don't tell me anything. I cannot know about you because yeah. that kills it for me. It's like, no, can't like, hold hands. We even posted someone suggested the other day for our unspoken like sex rules is that like intimacy is required. You know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. yeah, it is like you're not going to have as good of a time. And I think you're going to be, frankly, a bad partner if you refuse to care about anything that's not like very surface level. And there's also like there are things about people's personality that informs 
how to handle them in sexual relationships mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? Like if someone mentions that like, oh, they're from an abusive family, it's like maybe don't like try to choke them in bed unless they've asked. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there are like there are cues that like you pick up and you learn from people. And like there are things like I know uh, there was a woman that I used to sleep with um, and she got out of a really shitty relationship uh, and it was like abusive. And so like when we would have sex, I wouldn't do things like hold her wrists down or pin her down mm. or like, you know what I mean? Like things that could be fun and, and sexy and hot. I avoided them because I was like, I don't know if this is going to trigger her. And that's the last thing I want to do. Yeah. But if I didn't allow myself to get to know her and open those lines of communications, I would never have known. And I could have done really terrible things to her and yeah. not like, you know, like things that she would have found very terrible. Honestly, to this person for advice, I don't think you will have a relationship until you can participate and do these things that you seem to hate uh, about being more personal and like going below the surface. And I think this first step of that is like knowing that you need to, like there is no other option here, right? So maybe that's a good first step is like admitting that it is a thing you need to work on because I feel like in this question, you're kind of still hoping there's a way to get past that. Um, And I don't know whether it's that you need to realize that you need to care about the other person um, because you do, or if it's that like, maybe you don't feel like you have enough to bring to the table. Like maybe that's it. Or you don't want to talk about your past either because you don't know you have anything to add or because it's so terrible. Cause I I feel like there's something going on here and maybe it's just that you're not comfortable with being vulnerable or emotional or whatever. And like, Sure, maybe go see a therapist about that, but flat out, you will not be able to have a relationship if you cannot get any way deeper than surface level experiences. I think you nailed it. Like, I think if this is something that you need to talk to a professional mental health expert, a therapist to work through, because there is, as you said, there is a block in here and you will not find a meaningful relationship until you remove it unfortunately and and that's my personal opinion but i think i think you need to go to a therapist and literally say hey i'm incapable of having like being able to be interested in people's personal lives um and anytime they want to talk about themselves i don't care you know what i would love to know is like does this person have friends well they say they're horrible at maintaining relationships so i assume not well i assume they meant like romantic relationships Maybe, you know, because it's like maintaining. I don't know. I I would never use the word as like, like maintaining relationships to me sounds like I don't know. I would use relationship almost exclusively for like, you know, dating. That's fair. I have relationships with you and with whatever. But like, I don't say that word. I'd be like friendships or like, you know, if I was like, oh, I I don't really have much friends or I can't keep friends around like that could just be me. But like, because if they cannot engage with friends on that level, either it's a massive problem. And if they can engage with friends but can't engage with partners, that itself is its whole other problem because then it's like you're not seeing partners as people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like for me, like it's it's just that's the thing I'm really interested in. Is it a partner-specific problem or is it just in general? And I think either way, go to a therapist. Yeah. You know? I, I think you that talk is this the, through. that's the answer, unfortunately. It's like it's rare that we kind of just shove it on over to therapy. But I think at this point, uh, you need someone who know, like, who has studied this mm-hmm. and can really sort of ask the right questions. Well, so, you, you know what, Dane? A true leader delegates, and uh, <laughs> we're nothing if not true leaders. It's true. Okay. This is by Big Pudding Throwaway. My 32 year old female boyfriend, 34 year old male, has been searching for porn and sex tapes with me in it. There aren't any. We've been together a year and a half, live together, have a great relationship with mostly really good communication, although there are some sexual topics like past history and the kind of porn we watch that have been slower to open up to each other about. I'm 32, he's 34. Yesterday we were in the car looking for a place to eat and my phone died, so he let me use his phone to find directions to this one spot we thought was nearby. Neither, neither of us are super private about our phones, but usually when I've used his, it's been for Maps app, and this time it was Google because I couldn't remember the exact restaurant name. I typed in the first letter of my place, which happens to be the first letter of my name, and it brought up a search history list of my full name, porn, my full name, nude, my full name, sex tape. I stared at it for a minute like, what the fuck, and then kept going with the restaurant search. 
when I went to close the window, it did that thing where it shows you all the other most recent windows open in Safari. And a couple of windows back, there was a Google search with the title, how to tell if your partner has a sex tape or something along those lines. I really didn't mean to snoop, but I was already sort of stunned and trying to process everything. I immediately gave his phone back and didn't say anything. I can't stop thinking about it now and have so many questions. Like, does he think I have a background in porn? Was he hoping to find something on there because he's into that? Was it a one-time curiosity or has he been searching for a while? I know these searches were recent because he clears his browser history pretty regularly. Whatever he's Googled on his phone in front of me, there are no autofilled search history things. I have no idea whether to bring it up. I don't want to embarrass him. I can't think of anything that happened that would make him think he would find things of me online. We have good communication about the sex we have, but he's gotten weird before and I've mentioned stuff from my past. Not even anything very detailed. Which always made me careful about what I share unless he asked directly. Because I'm still kind of surprised about it all. I'm really not sure whether it's something to bring up or just accept that maybe dudes do this sometimes with their girlfriends out of curiosity. I'd love some outside perspectives. They, oh, man, this is interesting because nine times out of ten, when a person who isn't a professional porn star has a sex tape that's leaked, they don't attach their name to it. Yeah, that's that's the funny part for me. It's like I would never consider searching someone's actual name if I was like, because who does that? Yeah, like nine times out of ten, it's it's someone leaked it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's an old partner who's doing some revenge porn bullshit. And like if you if you've ever been on any website ever, unless they are like establishing themselves as a porn star, they're gonna use their name for brand recognition. But otherwise, Even it's just then, like it's just like big they, tit brunette fucks after party even then like, they don't use their real name well no that's what i mean it's like like all the other am- like if you're doing like an amateur thing and like but like you're actually trying to build build a brand you're gonna have like your name whatever it may be but like well, yeah but that's the only then, time i'm pretty sure they pick a fake name no no I, that's yes i'm agreeing with you it's okay. a fake name but what i'm saying it's- is nine times out of ten porn names or like like titles of porn videos don't have names in it yeah you know what I mean? It's usually just like, you know, blonde blows dude in alley. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, unless you are a porn star, then it'll be like, you know, Stacy sucks a lot, blows mm-hmm. dude in alley. Yeah. At which point it's still not their name, which is why this is insane. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like, what are you doing? Like, this yeah. is, this is not the way to find your partner's sex tape. No, the way you do it is you play a game and you pull out that card of the game that makes you be honest, just so honest that you ruin every relationship. And you go, what would your porn name be? And as they're typing, you go, or as they're saying it, you just type it in. You're like, gotcha. And they're like, damn it. I am Stacy sucks a lot. So I think for the question asker, you should have been like, like, this is something that if I saw on my partner's phone, I would have been like, uh, explain yourself. Yeah. And I I would have done it playfully because like if I had a secret torrid porn history, which you do, I do. (laughs) um, But like like I would be a little bit more nervous or whatever, especially if it was something I wanted to leave in my past. But this person doesn't. So this should be a funny situation of being like, why are you trying to find porn of me using my real name? You fucking (laughs) idiot. Honestly, like that's the worst part. It's like he's too dumb for you to date at this point yeah like i like it would just be such a wild like if so like if i opened up amanda's phone and it was like dane miller porn video Mm -hmm. i would be like you're you're better than this yeah come on baby like come on you're so much better than this (laughs) yeah i do feel either way you gotta bring it up and you know what it's harder because you didn't do it at the time but you could be like look the other day when we were looking for the restaurant, like I typed in whatever and all this shit popped up. I wasn't snooping, obviously, and I should have brought it up, but I didn't want it to get weird because we were going to a restaurant and I kind of hemmed and hawed about talking about. But like it's it's play- it's preying on my mind and I just need to know what what's going on here and see what they have to say, because it sounds like he's very insecure about your history. And I'm assuming he has some weird fear that you were a secret porn star or that you had an ex that fucked like a train and he just wants to like see what he's up against or something. Like it's definitely some weird insecurity thing. You know, I would say 95% chance of that, 5% chance of some porn or like not some porn, some kink of his. Now you could do that. You could do the open communication <sighs> thing or, or if you could really work some SEO magic and create a website that has your full name 
And like, so when you search your name and nudes, it goes to a, a website that you've created that just has a video on it of you mm-hmm. looking dead in the camera, just being like, seriously, man. Yes. Oof. Really? I, I take back everything I said. This is exactly what you need to do. Upload like, this to is... Pornhub. And I'm pretty sure you can upload whatever you want on Pornhub. Oh, yeah. There's, like... a guy, there's a dude playing Minecraft on Pornhub. Oh, yeah. They've uploaded all the James Bond movies and shit on it. Um, yeah. So you go out to Pornhub, you upload a thing, and it's you wearing something that in the thumbnail looks a little sexual. Um, and then just be like, hey, why are you searching my porn videos? And then, like, name him. And then, like... The best thing, and this is going to be the most difficult part, is that you need to, like, creep up on him when he finds it. So that, like, in the video it says, I'm behind you, by the way. And he turns around. That's where you are. And then you say, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Damn. Got him. Got him mm. again. Mm. Um, or maybe spend some time on porn sites until you find someone who looks like you. Like an amateur <laughs> porn actress who kind of looks like you. And be like, hey, I'm going to give you $100. So... And just tell whoever's fucking you in your next video to call me, call you by this name. Stacy sucks a lot. Stacy sucks a lot. And then if it's there's like a one in a trillion chance, because there are infinite amounts of porn videos, that he might see this video and be like, oh, it's her. But then how do you prove it isn't you? I guess you have the history. I mean, this is a bad thing because like an employer could see this as well. Yeah, yeah, maybe don't do that. But I think... <laughs> You definitely got to talk to him because, like, I I imagine it's some kind of deep-seated insecurity issue either about himself, about you, or about your ex. And I don't think it's a positive thing. Like, I honestly imagine it's some kind of, like, toxic It's like an ownership thing, probably. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, you're my girlfriend and I don't want it on the internet. Yeah, I'm going to guess it's not coming from a good place. So the sooner you can talk about it, the sooner you can kind of like nip that in the bud slash figure it out, you know, because like if if it is a lost cause, you guys you're, live together, but it's only been a year and a half. The sooner you get out, the better. And if it is some kind of like vaguely OK thing, maybe you can fix it before it kind of spirals. Also, hey, just throwing it out here. Um, don't record videos with this guy. Yeah. Just until you get to the bottom of this. I don't know if you guys do that, if you make your own sex tapes, but like, just don't. Yeah, because he's dumb enough to name you in them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got like a whole fucking catalog of women he slept with, like with their full fucking names, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, good luck. But but you have to bring it up. Because one, I don't think you're going to forget about it. And two, there's something there. Something's going on. Yeah, he's it's enough that he's like made multiple Google searches about. Yeah. So. And that's even just since he cleared his history, which he apparently does all, all right, the time. I'm, I'm going to search. Huh. You're searching now Spain porn video? Nope. Nothing. For me? No. That's good. I didn't search you, and I'll never tell you who I did search. Oh, well, I looked it up, and literally, <laughs> first response is my Twitter. Second response is Ragdoll Facial by Fuck Buddies, a sex and dating advice. Ragdoll? Oh, right. That's, an yeah, that's the name of an episode. Third one is... Uh, most relevant video results from Pornhub. Spanish porn star? <laughs> Hell yeah. We did it. Yeah. Um, at the end of the episode, we like to peruse online dating platforms for red flags. We tell you what works, what doesn't work, in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Hell yeah. You ready for this? So this is Alvin. So their profile picture is a tattoo that says Megan. Hi, is your name Megan? If yes, well, today is your lucky day here. You have the chance to possibly meet your soulmate. I had a mystic reading two years ago, and I was told my soulmate's name was Megan. So I took it upon myself to prepare for the future and start the crazy adventure to find her. Whoa. How is Megan spelt? M-E-G-A-N. Okay. Because I was like, I've seen, I've met a lot of Megans in my life, and all of them are spelt very strangely. Like M-E-A-G-H-A-N? Yeah. And then I also knew one M-A-E-G-H-A-N. Yeah, that was just dyslexic parents. Um, so I'm like, did you ask your psychic reader how oh, Megan was shit. spelled? Yeah, because you could it. be looking for the complete wrong Megan. Yeah, like M-A-E Gan is looking at this being like, oh, so close, but I like Damn his it. moxie, but I won't even message. Yeah, it's not me. Couldn't be me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a well, super wild way to try to do anything, <laughs> sir. And I'm sure, but here's the thing. I'm sure there is someone who fucking loves it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure at some point in time, or or there, there are groups of women out there who think this is super romantic. Well, you don't think 
like, tell me that there's no Megan out there who's like an INTFJ, like second house Aquarius moon rising yeah, and thinks exactly. that this is like fucking kismet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's like, for me, I'm going to give this a one <laughs> because it's not good. Categorically bad. <laughs> for me, it's a 10. Uh, fair enough. Um, this is, oh no, I cut off her name. Oh no, I didn't, a- it's Heidi. It's Heidi. Okay. Um, and this is off of Hinge, I believe. And the prompt is, my most irrational fear. And then in all capitals, she answers, all my fears are perfectly rational. How dare you? <laughs> uh, I like it. <laughs> it's, it's a 10. Yeah, it was a 10 for me as well. Uh, ready to, to, to vote low? Yeah. This is Christy. Swipe left if you're vaccinated. Hell yeah. <laughs> Minus 10. That's it. That's it. Pff, yeah, that's... That's like, a hard minus. Hey, I'm going to keep garbage, but if that's your only thing, get the fuck out. Go. Well, I'm going to keep with that energy. Uh, this is Tanya, non-vax and looking for same. Even with your jab, you'll be getting many lockdowns. Many is in brackets for some reason. And then laughing face rat emoji. It's all pre-planned and exactly going by the plan. Just out of a relationship and seeking a new one with a good person. Nothing casual. So go somewhere else. You're gross. I wonder why she's single. Downtown professional, well-traveled to remote places. Easter Island Easter Island to Himalayas. Uh, mushrooms, DMT, weed, QHHT. I work in psychiatry at a hospital, looking into a side business in the same field at the moment. Also, you must like and want kids. Anything else, just ask. Is she looking for a side business because medical professionals need to be vaccinated and she no longer has a job? Well, that's it's like you're you work in psychiatry. And then looking into a side business in the same field, like, huh? Like, are yeah. you? Just, do you want to just open your own practice as a psychiatrist? Doesn't or, sound like it. Or are you? Is there some crazy sort of like weird psychiatry side hustle? You? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's it's going to be a zero for me. Hi, or Tanya. This might be the worst one we've done. It's really bad. It's a minus twenty for me. Uh, ready for Asia? Yep. I'm a very busy person, and I'm currently not re- interested in a relationship, but have urges that need to be satisfied. Okay. I'm going to give it a five, mm-hmm. because, like, I appreciate it. You're upfront about what you're looking for. Don't really say too much. And my, if I was to guess, this profile probably doesn't have a picture. It's a lot of landscapes and a flower. It was a flowy dress from, like, mid-chest down. Yeah. So, I get it. I, I you see these people from time to time and it's like, well, all right. Um, so I'm going to give it a five. It, it's nothing really anything. Mm. I appreciate the horny energy, but yeah. that's about it. So yeah, that's all. Yeah. Um, this is Kukai, I believe uh, she's 37. I'm a little girl who loves photography, travels, loves nature and loves coffee. That's it. Mm hmm. Uh, I do appreciate how you said I'm a little girl in a, in a high pitched voice a little bit. And I don't know if that was intentional. Uh, um, yeah, because she is 37. <laughs> she's a little girl. Maybe she just is tiny. Um, it's, it's a five. It's very bland. I'm going to give it a three because it is, it reads like a 16 year old's MySpace. Yeah. Right. Like photography, travel, nature and coffee. Like, like, whoa, uh, that means nothing. You've said nothing. Also, you're 37. Don't refer to yourself as a little girl. Ready for Tina? Yeah. Talk to me how you would talk in person and we good. If you state your pronoun and bio, you are not for me. Hmm. Interesting. Talk to me how you talk to me. uh, None of it makes any sense. And then the weird sort of like binary affirmation is not for me. I'm going to give this a two. Hey, Tina, you're not for me. That's a one. Yeah. Uh, this is my last one. This is Sharon. Berea tacos and a blunt is the way to my heart. Her Instagram handle. If you've matched with my sister already, please swipe left. <laughs> Who's her si- How would you know? How would you know? <laughs> How w- is there any indication? I mean, like there are pictures of like her with another woman, mm-hmm. which but, you like, could maybe assume that's her sister. But also, like, I have Tinder face blindness. So, like, the likelihood of me remembering that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, like piecing those two things together, uh, it's not going to happen. Well, you know what I love? That's got to have happened. Something, some, there's some drama there that prompted oh, without her to, a you doubt. know. It's without like a when doubt. they're like, hey, don't microwave your cat, like, on the fucking thing. It's like, someone fucking did this. You're the reason why we have this rule. Uh, yeah. I love it. But as a profile, it's like a five. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, ready for Vivian? Okay. So Vivian's profile picture is like what looks like a fancy event. There are two people shaking hands. There's three people in frame. The two whose faces you can see are obscured by emojis. About me. I'm being secretive for a reason, but happy to send you photos if I match with you. Okay. So some sort of emoji business deal happening in this picture is what you're saying to me. I can only assume this is when they greenlit the emoji movie. <laughs> uh, it's it's a zero because like I'm not going to match with you if I don't know what you look like. I the intrigue, though, they like I'm assuming they have to be a celebrity. No, maybe a they're probably married. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Or it's Doug Ford's daughter. Or it's Doug Ford's daughter. And they're just like, I know I will get a lot of hate and I will only match with you if you say if you're vaccinated, swipe left. Yeah, I'm going to give it a zero because it's literally not a profile. You know what? It's getting a five for me because I am intrigued. Because you want to you want to reveal whose face? I want to know whose face it is. Yeah. Are they the handshaker? We'll never know. Okay, last one. You ready? Yep. This is Haley. Back in Toronto after two amazing years in Australia. I need a tour guide to show me around. I go to bed early, so if I don't respond late at night, don't delete me. That's just rude. About to have a baby boy. Not looking for a daddy, but wants a genuine connection. Um, okay. Is the don't delete me in capitals? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, the don't is in capitals. I, that's a... Uh, I don't understand Tinder anymore. <laughs> I, t- I just... It's like, is that a thing where, like, if someone messages you at a certain time and you don't respond, you get fucking unmatched? I mean, it seems like it would be a thing. I don't know. I, I, I assume she's like, I'm not going to be there for your you up texts. But yeah. Like, I'm preempting that with a reasonable excuse. So keep trying to date me, I guess. I guess. I Like, I don't hate it. I'm going to give it a seven because like. I don't know. There's, there's some Australia drama here, right? She's come back what? from Australia with a baby boy. What's happening oh. there? She fled well, the country with a baby. <laughs> well, she said she's about to have it. It's She still has it. It's just in her. Yeah, I don't know. I, I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate mm-hmm. the, you know, her her commitment to just being like, I'm a single mom. I'm going to rock this shit. And I'd rather find someone I get along with than someone who fills the paternal father role. Mm-hmm. I appreciate all of it. So I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, because there's not really much else. You know what I mean? There's no nothing about her. So it's losing some points for me, but I'll give it like a six. Yeah. I appreciate the honesty. And that's that's that. Uh, that's our show, friends. Thank you very much for hanging out with us as uh, we've mentioned the past couple of weeks since it's lunch. Thank you for joining our Patreon. If you have, if you are interested in supporting the show, please head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com. Click the Patreon link. It'll send you over there. There are three options. There's a $3 option, which lets you support us and let us know that you love us. There's a $7 option, which gives you access to our uh, new monthly podcast, Pillow Talk, uh, releasing. It'll be, as if you're listening to this when this comes out, it'll be tomorrow. August 31st is our first episode. And then there's a 1350 option, which gives you, uh, you let it lets us know you love us, it gets you access to Pillow Talk, and it also will give you uh, priority question access. So if you have a burning question that you need answered, uh, it, it will be answered the fastest uh, among all the other questions. Now, Dane is wrong. There are actually four levels, but the... Uh... That's right. The fourth one is our powerful sugar daddy uh, level that gets you everything, but also will blow us out of the water if you ever do it. So, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Ready for some bad sex, Riley? Yes. Now, this is a quote from what I believe is an American pastor, Pastor Mark Driscoll. Ultimately, God created you, and it is his penis. You are simply borrowing it for a while. Knowing that his penis would need a home, God created a woman. To be your wife, and when you marry her and look down, you will notice that your wife is shaped differently than you and makes a very nice home. Is this like a weird Sunday school sex ed sermon? Like, who who says that? (laughs) Mark Mark Driscoll does. Like, I think everyone in church is like, yeah, dude, we know. We know Wait, how you, this works. You know that you're borrowing. You've like leased a penis from God. Well, I mean, I think it's the fact that like, if I look down at a woman, I'll be like, I, I'm not flabbergasted. I'm not like, hey, where's God's penis? <laughs> what, what did you do with God's penis? <laughs> now, so are we also going to assume that it's also God's vagina? Where did God? Where did wow. God get the vagina? God's a hermaphrodite. That's not what he's saying. He doesn't say that. He just says how God made a home. God made a sweet penis home. And that's a lady. That's what women mm-hmm. are. That's all women are. God's transient penis home. Yeah, this is garbage. And so are you, pastor. 
Goodbye. I hate it. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. <laughs>